Connect and experience art at the Northfield Arts Guild. Visit our galleries, arts festival, and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Art Zany, radio for the imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany, radio for the imagination. Good morning, and welcome to Art Zany Radio for the Imagination. Thank you so much for listening to the show that celebrates creating and stories. Let's get ready and tune our imaginations together. I am going to start talking about prompts. If you're working on a creative project, sometimes finding a great prompt is all you need to get the ideas and words and images flowing. And some of the simplest prompts can often elicit rich material. One exercise I used to offer in my writing classes was to ask students to respond to the phrase, my mother's kitchen. When I hear those words, I go back to our first house and think about the swinging wooden shutters. It was the early 1970s, the yellow linoleum, the window over the sink that had a view of the front yard and the boulevard maple tree, the dark brown cabinets, the electric burners on the harvest gold stove. At least, Mom, I think that's what color it was. I'll check with you later today, but that's what my memory said when I was thinking about it. The curves of the oval dining room table. I remember making Chef Boyer pizza, snacking on a red apple, practicing making the Monte Cristo sandwiches we saw made on a local afternoon television show that turned into ooey gooey cheesy mess everywhere and soggy. They didn't work at all. That's what I recall. I think about my mother's recipes for hamburger hot dish, her chocolatey varieties of pan bars, zucchini bread, barbecue hamburger made on in the oven, and me requesting spaghetti all the time. I especially love the two-foot-long noodles in the dark blue box, and we'd never been able to find those again. They were huge, and they were we had to have this giant pot to make them fit, and I loved them because you could twirl for a super long time. It, made, it was really fun to eat. You know, it only takes a moment to be transported into that world and to have the images, sensory details, and stories unfold in your mind. And I hope that you try this. Take a ride along your imagination with a simple prompt of one potent word or phrase that opens a door to you. Don't worry about remembering everything. Just start with something. And if you were to write a song about your mom, what story would that tell? How would you, the music sound? There is so much to explore when you think about that word, mother. And I think I'll add the phrase mothering, too. I think that's important. Next weekend is Mother's Day, and now is the perfect time to start celebrating all the mothers in your life. Today in Art, the Arts Annie Radio Studio, it's a thrill to bring the story about Mom, the musical, from the Northfield Arts Guild stage. And joining me in the studio, I have Misha Edwards. Welcome to Arts Annie Radio. Thanks, Paula. It's good to be here. It's great to have you back again. And you are the Northfield Arts Guild Performing Arts Manager. Also from the production, we have uh, Taylor Westland, the musical director. Welcome. 
Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you again. And Lori Page is here. Thank you. I think this is your first visit. Thank you. Yes, this is really fun to be here. I'm excited to have you all. And I'd love for each of you to start off just uh, introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about your world and maybe your theater experiences. And uh, who wants to, Taylor, do you want to jump in and be the first? Yeah, sure. So I'm still, I consider myself very new to the Northfield community. Um, I just graduated from St. Olaf uh, last May. So a full year off campus woohoo um, how does that feel because that is kind of a different experience yeah, it's, right it's been delightfully scary but uh i'm embracing it and i've met some lovely people that have equally embraced me so um and outside of the theater i uh, i play piano for the unitarian universalist congregation here in northfield um i play for sunday services and their um their lovely little choir and um then I, I just work at Target part-time just to, you know, pay the bills. But uh, most of my time is spent making art and creating things, making music. That's a, I had that job for a long time, too, when mm-hmm. I was younger. And it's always, it was dangerous because I would probably spend as much as oh, I Oh, yeah. Because you see everything come in. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it, I would imagine. But um, thank you. It's great. I'm so delighted that you decided to stay here in Northfield and we get yeah. to have your experiences and, and share with you uh, all of your talents. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Lori. I'm really happy to be here, and I love Northfield. Um, I am a psychologist, and I have an office actually right next door in the Nutting Block building. Oh, Um, neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, neighbors. (laughs) So I walk by this building all the time. Um, And I have four kids, ages um, 11, 8, 6, and 3. And so (laughs) life has just been very, very busy. And I, when I heard that this show was the musical... I just felt this burning desire inside. I have to do this. I have to try it. I haven't. I hadn't been in musical theater since high school. So you um, used so to do uh, productions back back in the day in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> so ninety seven was my last time on the theatrical stage. Just a blink ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and my husband is also a psychologist. We have a practice together, and but we also both sing and perform together. And so we sing and perform in the community um, quite a bit. But this is, yeah, first time back in theater, so it's really fun. Well, what a thrill to be able to have you on the show and then to also get to see you on stage. I think this is a great thing, and, and thank you for doing that, even, even though you have a really busy life, I'm sure. So adding this in. It's very nice to get away. <laughs> It's very fun. <laughs> to do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And of course, uh, we've had you on many times before, Misha. And so I'd love for you to tell listeners a little bit about your story. Um, I have been in Northfield for 17 years. Absolutely love it. Has it been that long? It oh, my goodness. It has been that long. We, I am moving. I'm moving to North Carolina for different job situation. And it's very difficult. It's going to be very difficult to leave Minnesota. I feel like this is home. I am am the performing arts manager at the Northfield Arts Guild, and I have been in theater for over 25 years. Yeah. I've um, been really lucky to be a freelance director. I've stage managed. I've acted. It's been a long time. And I also have been privileged to be in education in, as an educational assistant and a teacher. So, and now the performing arts manager, and then I think probably leaning back toward education. I think that's my thing. 
but it's very good to be here. Thank you, Paula. Oh, well, I just learned it's your last day. Well, well, maybe not technically. There might be a couple extra days, but the end of your time. And so I want to thank you on behalf of everybody, all the work that you've done to uh, bring theater to life in, in Northfield and be a part of the community and, and helping bring up others to engage and understand the joy of being in theater. So, thank you. Yeah, it's been wonderful. So I, I'm just learning this information. I think it was yesterday. So, um, wow, I'm thrilled. And this is a fun show, folks. This is um, all things about mom and the twists and turns and delights and dilemmas, rewards and regrets of parenting. There's a lot to the show. Um, but and, and mom is such a big topic. I, I think I, I, I introduced it just by doing that exercise about mom's kitchen. And so maybe that will be something if you're interested in participating. Tell us when you hear that phrase, mom's kitchen, what comes to mind? Laura, you're, you're really enthusiastically uh, nodding. So let's hear from, you have something that's bubbling up. It's I will just say right when you said my mother's kitchen, it just brings out so many feelings. Mm. I just feel this um sense of security and um peace and and also the smell of onions frying <laughs> <laughs> on the bed of my mom she's she's changed her cooking over the years but i will she'll laugh when she hears this her main cooking strategy when i was growing up was just add more onion <laughs> <laughs> She was like she had kids who liked them because they, yeah. they really do add a depth of flavor. They do. They do, they do change dishes and you could do lots. You can make them sweet. You, could, you know, I get it. Yeah. I, well, I think I, I think I breathed it in through the amniotic fluid. So I love lots of onion as well. So bring it on. Oh, that's great. I love how you said that. This sense of security and uh, obviously a time where you, you know, just like every house, right? It's the, the kind of the center. So that's that's a, a great memory. Anyone else have a memory you want to share? Uh, for me, I always think of how my mother decorates her kitchen. She changes for the, With the seasons. seasons. Yes, she's she does that. It's lovely. Um, and one of my uh, my sister and I, we have our favorite season that she decorates for. But I cannot remember when she brings out. She we call it her army of chickens. Um, do you know the little glass like roosters? She has them. <laughs> all over the place like on top of the cabinets and they're <laughs> colorful and so bright and it just brings me such joy to see them whenever they come out can i ask what season brings out the, the I think roosters she has, well she has a couple for different colors but i feel like we're they come out during the summer so i think we're we're on the precipice of the chickens coming out <laughs> I, I have a visual, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of curious. That's that's a yeah. really fun thing, and yeah. so she did that all the time with different different rotating decorations. Yeah, yeah. It started um, more so when we moved into this uh, this house that she and my um, my stepfather built together, um, like 2016. So I was still in high school, uh, but she's always had um, that eclectic sense of style, and I have a little bit of that myself in my own house Aww. like I now um I now that I have a space to do so I decorate the tops of my kitchen cabinets um not by the season I I love her dearly I could never do that <laughs> um, but yeah it just uh Ryan and I my sister we always 
we talk about the chickens and we fight over who's going to get them. Oh, <laughs> so they're cherished. Yeah, they are cherished. <laughs> that in the Santa cookie jars. Aha. So. Sounds like a fun place to yes, be. Yes, it's delightful. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Misha, any memories pop up for you or anything that you want to add of, of your own mother's kitchen experiences? Oh, mine's a little bit different. My mother is a very impatient cook and mm. she's never, she doesn't have a lot of dishes she developed. And one thing she always would make, though, is drop cookies. They're like the boiled cookies. Yeah. Those are really good. And then something she called Rotel Spaghetti, which is spaghetti, Rotel. What's Rotel? Uh, like... The Rotel fake cheese. Oh. oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. The Velveeta fake cheese. The Rotel <laughs> cans of the tomatoes and all. Oh. But spaghetti the... with Velveeta? Yeah. It's <laughs> When I make it, I do make it. Sometimes we use real cheese. <laughs> I just can't. Um, but my grandmother's kitchen is mm, the one. That's another that, good yeah. phrase. She was your traditional old Southern cook. Not, I mean, she was older, but not old. She also, very interesting woman. She had an eighth grade education and ended up being a buyer for a department store. And when she retired, they had to hire three people to replace her. But during all that, she had the patience to become a really strong Southern cook. So Pyrex is associated with my grandmother's kitchen. Oh, I collect course. that now. <laughs> and just the smells, the cornbread, the mm. butter beans, big Southern thing. Mm. So. so you might be getting a little bit, if you go back down to North Carolina, there's going to be some more of that on the menu. Definitely. And <laughs> sweet tea. Sweet tea. Yes. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. And maybe even a front porch that you can use year-round. Here's hoping, right? <laughs> That'll be wonderful. So when you think of mother, there is a lot that bubbles up. And so I could see how mom, the musical could happen. But this is a production that, uh, you know, I'm not familiar with. And there might be a lot of listeners out there. Um, so do you want to start and tell us a little bit about, you know, the show and, uh, you know, how you got connected to it and why you're you know so excited to do it? Well, I, I'll say the show is um, for women actors, and we all play multiple mother roles throughout the show, and it's different um, vignettes and little segments of motherhood. Mm. Um, I heard about the show actually attending um, the Castastrophe performance, and I was so inspired by oh. seeing women who had aged out of their roles singing songs, and I thought, look at these amazing women, and then they announced that's, and I thought, okay, I've never made time for it, and so I'm going to go for it. That's Pauline Jennings who put together, yes. uh, they've had two or three, I forget now, of Castastrophes. Do you know me? Four is coming Four up coming in up. September. <gasps> yeah. it, it is. I saw those shows too, and just absolutely was odd and I love that they you know did their like you said the roles that um maybe they couldn't play but that yet maybe that's just I think a failure of imagination right <laughs> why not I mean why why do we have to match uh so much if we love the song or can perform the character so it's an interesting question to consider but I'm glad that encouraged you and so you mentioned there's four different mother well actresses but they're playing different types of mothers um, what are some of the, the, the situations that get presented about motherhood in the, in the musical? Well, we start right from birth, um, the <laughs> delivery room. <Yeah. laughs> Taylor is our wonderful woman who goes through that. Oh, so you have to go through birth on stage? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any mom wants to do that. Well, it but helps you make it I musical? Do you yes. have to sing during birth? Um, no, thank goodness. <laughs> we sing after birth, though. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely talked to my, my fellow mother actresses because I myself am not a mother, so I've never experienced um, the miracle of childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's been fun, and it's, I don't know, I hope that I'm conveying what it actually oh, is like. She's good. Oh, she she's, <laughs> it feels real. She's already. <laughs> she's ready. Oh, good. Yeah, and, and so there are so many different things that happen um, when, when you are in the, the role of mother, right? You, some lot. And so this, this musical highlights that. And, uh, it's really fascinating to me that, that, uh, it portrays all these different stages and how does the show, um, you know, take us through those, those sequences of different, different types of situations. We jump around actually yeah. from scene to scene and we have, um, I love that it touches on adult mothering adult children, mm. um, grandmothering, and going through divorce with teenagers. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of other things. Um, my my personal favorite moments are the um, the intergenerational um, mothering. So yes. uh, there's a absolutely touching song with me and Rebecca Summers who plays um, the senior mom in the show uh, where I am a panicked mother on the phone calling my own mom because I am having trouble with my sick kid and I'm just panicked I don't know what to do and just those moments of comforting that you're always a mother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so I think that's really fun and it it, um, takes us through what how would you describe the music in the production and it you know it's so that's so it's not just storytelling it's you know telling stories with with music but yeah. there's a whole variety of styles yeah so the the music is very contemporary um in the musical theater realm they do make some references to earlier um shows like uh, i think of groceries um mm-hmm. a song about a mother taking her son grocery shopping it's very <laughs> old school um mm. the the boom chucks of musical theater and <laughs> some <laughs> Uh, higher operatic stuff too that we've kind of played into but most of it is very poppy kind of r&b um some rock moments it's really all over the place kind of like motherhood there's no um particular sound that grounds motherhood and i really like that um so there's uh lullabies Mm. there are um pleas for help um (laughs) there are um impending doom of teacher (laughs) conferences um (laughs) i'm trying to think of other ones that are just fun the the show it just it you never get bored because the music is always changing um the only song that comes back is the opening number at the end so yeah you are taken completely around the world genre wise and how have you put this all together because there's just the four of you in the cast and do we miss anybody we want to make sure we give the names of everybody who's a part of it um did we mention heather probably yep heather is also one of our moms Mm -hmm. um so uh heather burke yes (laughs) uh music wise putting it together was uh a a challenge for me but a very well welcomed one um we uh so the sco- the score is only um set for a pianist and vocalist and we did not go that route um i orchestrated the um entire score to oh fit goodness. for um more instruments i constructed everything digitally um it was a great great 
um, music challenge for me. It sounds like it. Yes. But it has just given the show new life. Um, We've been able to add percussion and other sounds that I um, associate like with my uh, my own mother and the songs that she likes to sing. And uh, it's just, it's been so fun. And the cast has welcomed them warmly. And we've, we've talked about each individual song as if I were behind the piano, which is my, my home, my home base. I, I'm a pianist at heart. Um, and so we've baked in every single nuance, every single breath, every single pause, um, even some key changes for um, our actors, because I, that's just how this whole experience has been so collaborative. So even though I say that I built these recordings and I reorchestrated the show, um, it was really a, a group effort. How did it feel taking on this? This sounds like a, a big challenge because it's it's there's a lot of songs. Well, I, if it's okay, I want to comment on Taylor's yeah, do. work really quick. I I'm just feeling even teary as she's talking about it because she did such incredible work on this show, and it sounds so good, and it really does energize the whole production. And um, she's really wearing two hats as our musical director and one of the cast members. So I'm just thinking, how did you have time to learn the parts <laughs> as well as you're doing? And she's constantly shifting because I'm, you know, saying, well, Taylor, can I have a cue here? Or can, I, can we change or slow down this part? And so she's going in and adjusting the tracks constantly and working on it. And it's amazing. So I'm just so thankful. I, both Taylor and Alyssa Jorgensen, our director, I, they are a two-woman force to be reckoned with. They are... Ooh, watch out. <laughs> they, they have really... The show is so incredible because of their hard work and pulling all these extra roles together. That Thank sounds... you, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, maybe I'll go back and just ask, because you mentioned you got in, in touch with the um, composers of, of the musical. So yes. tell me about that experience. Yeah, and... so... Um, when you when you look up Mom the Musical, there isn't a cast album readily available for listening. So you you did talk to us about finding those clips online. Yeah. So if you want a little preview, um, you could definitely do that. Um, I will say that our show will sound very different from <laughs> from what is online. But yes, I did reach out because uh, since we did have a um, fairly restricted uh, time frame for learning the show compared to other musicals, we. We started our tech week at our sixth week, and musicals usually have six to eight weeks. Um, and uh, I, I thought having a cast album or some sort of recordings would help learn the musical quicker, um, mm-hmm. just to for words, rhythms, and it just it helps. It helps a lot to have some sort of reference point because it's it's not a big Disney musical where you can just pull part of your world from anybody and <laughs> learn it, right? Um, so she gratefully, um, the composer, Sari Miller, gratefully uh, sent me a demo recording for us to listen to completely for our purposes. So I can't share any of mm-hmm. that today. Um, but it was so, so helpful. And to have her just readily share that with yes. us. How yeah. generous. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It was not, such a help. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody would do that. And so, yes, very thankful for all of all of her um, gracious work that she put in. 
And so if you're just tuning in, folks, this is Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. We're talking about Mom the Musical, and it opens tonight. So you guys are like hours away from hitting the stage, (laughs) (laughs) and you're doing great. (laughs) And the enthusiasm is kind of contagious. It's exciting. And that is at the Northfield Arts Guild Theater, and you can get tickets online if you'd like. But I'm going to give you a little tip, and that, Misha, maybe you want to share a little bit about this, because there's a special offer right now, a two-for-one tickets. Tell us about that. Well, we definitely have a show that everybody should see <laughs> and everybody should hear. This is, I've been privileged to be in a couple of rehearsals or bits of rehearsals. And when you walk in, you can feel the teamwork and the positivity between these women. Six women, right? Mm-hmm. Well, five. Taylor counts for two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a driving force. I mean, it's, and we want everyone to be able to see it. The musicals tend to be a little bit more expensive, which is, you have to recoup some of the money, Mm -hmm. but this is a way to hopefully give back to the community. Buy one ticket and get another one for free. I'm actually looking at the actors. Two for one. Right. And you can only get that if you come into the guild or um, call the guild. Is that correct? Thank you. That's correct. Yeah. That's not available online. If you go to the um, Arts Guild website, you need to come into the building and it's also not available the days of the show. So this is advance orders and I suspect this is going to be selling out. So people need to do that pretty quickly. Yes. Um, it runs for three weekends, including Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We, I bet you want to encourage mothers to come. Yes. What a great, what a great gift to to your mother, mm-hmm. right? You can go on a little date, two for one tickets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's affordable for kids to be able to, um, you know, maybe purchase them for their mom mm-hmm. as a surprise. Uh, it runs, and there are shows fr- Fridays and Saturdays at seven thirty, and then the Sundays you have matinees all three weekends. Mm-hmm. You guys are really. Giving us an incredible opportunity to not not miss this. Uh, I think that's a, a great a great thing, and uh, so we want folks to do that. Uh, you can get more information at northfieldartsguild.org in the theater section of the website. Um, opening night is tonight, so that's uh, pretty exciting. Yes. How was rehearsal last night? Oh my gosh, this has been the smoothest tech week I have ever experienced um, in theater. I would say usually it's. Um, stops and starts and resetting but we've been able to just run Mm -hmm. and last night we even brought in a couple um members of the community to uh give us some feedback (laughs) it's been you know hard with some of the uh comedic moments to (laughs) well sure if you don't have an audience yeah it's a quiet theater we're practicing (laughs) very much so and uh they just confirmed that a lot of our um our choices are working. So. Excellent. Yes. And Lori, how did you all as a cast kind of come together to make this happen in, in a shorter period of time than, than normal? And what were the, the keys to making that? I will say it starts with the great leadership. I really feel like our two directors have created a family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to add in to our wonderful stage manager too, who's working with us, Libby. And I, mm-hmm. Um. I it's I would say it's just been fun. I think we've tried to keep it positive intentionally and just be really really supportive of each other and it feels that way backstage, you know, we're quickly changing between scenes and so often somebody is there and just handing me my next prop for the next scene. <laughs> yep. and it's And we're just working together as a team. I think the smallness of the cast actually helps in that way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that is an amazing thing when you have to do that quick change and have to come together to put on this show in such a short period of time. What have the conversations been about the topics, you know, about mothering and, you know, trying to relate to your character and draw from each other's experiences? I would imagine that's kind of a, a wonderful aspect of the show. Yeah, I would say it just starts with a simple question. And whoever has experienced it, we, we don't hold back. We, um, everyone, I mean, I've, I feel like I've had the most questions since I am, I am not a mother. (laughs) Um, and, uh, my castmates have just been gracious and explaining everything and giving me the ins and outs and being very honest instead of giving this picture perfect, um, presentation of what motherhood has been conveyed sometimes Mm -hmm. as, um, so I, I really appreciate just this open channel of communication <laughs> with all my sometimes silly questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's good, right? For everybody to see that and then to draw from that. Because even if you are a mother or you just do mothering with other, you know, loved, loved, uh, loved ones, it's not, uh, you, you aren't going to have every experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that, that is something to draw on. And um, what do you think, what's a feeling that folks are going to get after? being uh, in the audience for this show. I hope they'll feel validated. Mm, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. So I've, I've certainly felt that way, being in the show, um, because it really touches on all the difficult, a lot, not all, obviously, yeah. but, <laughs> but many common difficulties associated with motherhood as mm-hmm. well. And I have found it so validating to play these roles I'm thinking I'm not alone (laughs) if somebody wrote this this is somebody else has felt this way Mm -hmm. um but I think also um I think increased sense of love and gratitude um for life and all that it brings and all the messiness Mm-hmm. I bet that helps in your, uh, you mentioned that you do uh, a, have a psych- your psychologist and have a practice with, uh, you know, feeling empathy for your all your patients that come in. Yes. Very clients, so. probably. Is that a better yeah, word? Yeah, I use clients, okay. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's important. And that's probably for all of us to feel that, right? Because there's a lot of people who are feeling alone right now. And we, especially in the time we've been through with mm-hmm. everybody having to be kind of closed off and... Uh, feeling, you know, disconnected that that, uh, those experiences are, you know, we haven't gotten to that point yet, maybe where we're talking about some of that. Agreed. And that can maybe bring some of that out like, oh, okay, you that you too. (laughs) Yes. And I, I, I will say one of my favorite demographics of clients to work with, I primarily work with college students, but I also really, really love working with mothers. Mm. And, um, it's such you just have to sacrifice your whole self and and it really becomes a joy too to see you learn to have joy in this other person's life mm-hmm. but it's so wonderful to recapture your own joy and your own uniqueness and talents and creativity and i think that this show really highlights moms in that way and yeah. inspires i hope yeah, that's excellent. Maybe we should listen to a few of those clips, should yeah. we? Um, let's uh, go ahead. And I'm gonna, this is just from their website. So if you want to hear it, there's a, a little bit more about um, it's mom the musical dot online. These are the song clips, and it just plays. I think it's like thirty or forty seconds of 
a few of the songs. I'm sure there's only four here, so I'm sure there's way more than four yeah. in the show. But that might just give us a little sample. Um, we'll run through. Um, the first one is Mother Motherhood. Yes, that's a good one. That, okay, good. Let's start with that, and we'll play that, and then we'll uh, come back on the other side and talk about some of the music. Mother loving, mother mother, mother dearest of all, mother, mother's milk and mother's day, mother of the bright mother, mother courage, mother mother, rock me to a mother's mother, mother Mary, mother Lord, mother ready to foster, mother, mother nature, mother Heather, in my mother's arms again, a place of emotion, a place of commotion, a place of devotion, mother. A place full of schemers, mother. a place full of screamers, oh, mother, motherhood. The conference, the conference, the parent-teacher conference, that dreaded dreadful twice-a-year routine. I'm ever diplomatic, but it always turns dramatic, cause every year my husband makes a scene. What will she say about his grades? I hear she screams and hollers. And what is the point of these charades? They're little kids, not scholars. What if she doesn't like my son? He's kind of shy and cautious. Is it just me? It's hot in here. I'm feeling kind of nauseous. La, la, la. sample of each of the parts as they maybe just moments of the song but even within those four the variety you guys have to do a lot of ranges of styles from those sweet tender ones to you know the first song had all everybody all over you know the the getting the lines on top of each other yes how um how many other songs are there um let's see played four and I think there's 17 total in the score 17 so yeah we're missing about yeah, <laughs> um, oh wow but, yeah and it just it builds from there it's it, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things to talk about with the music um 
just that it's so exciting to sing with these ladies. We sound so good together. And that's, I I'm, might be biased saying that as the musical director, but Misha says no. <laughs> She's absolutely right. We um, really, really. How does that together. happen when you, you can sort of hear each other? Because, you, you know, you have to, you bring your own voice, but then when you're with someone else, you want to. Uh, you know, match or have it uh, harmonize or, or complement. Yeah. And so uh, how how did you hear that or work through that? Lori, well, what was your experience? Go ahead. Um, all of us have a lot of choir experience, so that, mm. that always helps. Um, that was one of my questions in the audition <laughs> um, mm-hmm. because I knew um, the, the harmonies are – pretty uh pretty difficult in some places i would mm-hmm. say like it took it took a couple rehearsals to get some of them down um and the rhythms too Oof, that mm-hmm. lots of lots of clapping i'm sure they're <laughs> sick of my clapping um <laughs> i think she's sick of me for not learning the <laughs> i'm the struggler no no not at all we got it finally ready for tonight sorry go ahead. no you're good but uh and the, the longer you spend with people, you learn their tendencies mm. in their voice. And so um, we just give each other space to shine. Mm-hmm. There are moments like in the conference song where we are singing basically back up to um, each other. And we you never lose a single voice in their solo moment. But our voices only support what they're doing. And um, I just, I really, really, it goes back to the culture of the um, environment that we've created in rehearsals and learning the show um, has only helped with us sounding pretty amazing. <laughs> That's a great endorsement. And uh, it must be so much fun to uh, be in these songs. Yes. And have you been singing them around the house? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I should bring my kids in here. They'll be like, stop singing the songs. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the solo parts are so fun and so good and the music is so beautiful. And I, I just hundred percent agree with Taylor. The, the parts where we get to harmonize together, it's just invigorating and it sends chills. It's so fun to be a part of that kind of sound. And that's, that's what audiences like is to, I, cause I, um, am not a singer. And so when I am, you know, in, in the presence of people who can do that and draw that out, I just always gives me chills. And, you know, I just admire that skill so much. So it's, it's incredible to have this opportunity to see mom, the musical, which I, I would imagine for, for many in our community, it's a new show. Cause I, yeah. I don't know that it's a contemporary show. Um, it was, was it, did I read 2007? is when it was first uh, introduced. So uh, we're lucky to be able to do it. And, and you know, that's, that's a fairly recent show for a musical. And so how was it came to the Arts Guild? Oh, I was on the board of the Chameleon Theater Circle many, many years ago. And this actually was a winner of a new play festival. And oh, wow. it became so popular that they did it year after year for a few times and they actually are running it while we are but it's two very different experiences and it's so exciting to take the same material and the same intent and see the love that each cast has for the musical and you could go see theirs and you could come see ours and I think people should appreciate it whenever they can because it's 
fantastic musical. Where is that theater located? It used to be in Burnsville. They're basing in Invergrove Heights now. Mm. And they have, oh my goodness, I don't want to get the wrong town. They have, um, they're doing a weekend in Wabasha. I think does that did I is there say a website right? yeah you did say Wabasha yeah. right is there a, a website to go to for people to check that out I'm pretty sure it's just chameleon theater circle but come see ours <laughs> yes. if you have to, to make home. a choice uh come see ours and then come see it again and you know those people are amazing a lot of them friends of mine but Ours needs to come first. So. Absolutely. That's at the Amen. Northfield Arts Guild Theater. It opens tonight, so folks can, I don't know, there are tickets for opening night still. There they are. can come to the door and, and get those, which mm-hmm. is fun to be able to do that. And uh, we also wanted to talk a little bit about some upcoming things at the um, Arts Guild. They've made an exciting announcement mm-hmm. that you've been working Probably the whole entire time you've been. <laughs> uh, basically, yes. In conjunction with the theater committee, of course. Mm-hmm. So. so the 64th season mm-hmm. is next? It is. Oh, wow. It is. And we got it together. We're announcing it right and left as much as we can, relying on word of mouth. And then we'll be advertising more widely. And thank you, Paula, for supporting this of course yeah if you want to go through a few that just give some highlights so people can get a taste and then if they want to know more they can always check out the northfieldartsguild.org or stop in because you'll need people for every aspect of putting on a show to right. be a part of the experience definitely and i think we one thing we've had in mind is bringing community together so some of the shows that were chosen have a variety of ages variety of roles and you mentioned Castastrophe 4. We get to kick off the season with Castastrophe 4, the movie musical edition. With very, very grateful to Pauline Jennings for timing that. And it's just a fun way to kick everything off, get people in the theater. Seems like a lot of people, we're still cautious. We're still kind of acclimating. And we want to be sure people know that we're here. Things are happening. Please come see us. Mm-hmm. So that's Castastrophe for the movie musical edition, September 22nd through the 24th. And then we have another musical in November, November 3rd through the 19th, Sweet Charity. It was on the slate for this year. Just different things happen, but we get to do Mom, which is fantastic. And Sweet Charity is back. A lot of people have been asking about it. It's here. It's not going away. It will be happening. So please. That's exciting. And definitely, yes, so exciting. And Mark Robinson is directing that one. For those who know Mark, I think Mark is well known. Mm -hmm. It's one of his passion projects. And we're so lucky to have him involved in this or to head it out. And he did the um, Doll's House, playing mm-hmm. in the Doll's House, which I thought was spectacular. He did. And that Taylor was, was in, too. <laughs> Aha! Oh, you were, and you were in The Humans as well. Mm-hmm. You yep. have been a busy theater person since... Yes, it's <laughs> been my comeback season. It's And I've seen all... And you've, oh my gosh, so incredible. I can't believe all your talents. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and in February, we have Purple Door Youth Theater, which is just a fantastic element in the community and Rachel Hyder is heading that up as usual as she should because she is the queen of youth theater well the queen of so many things <laughs> <laughs> yes. but so, she's, yeah she's great at encouraging mm-hmm. and bringing out the talents of and having those kids be on the stage you know to just you know share their their exp- incredible uh, abilities and bring out things in the kids I think sometimes they don't even know they have <laughs> I, I totally agree. That one is really exciting also. It's The Hobbit. 
Ooh. adapted by Patricia Gray from Tolkien's The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. That would <laughs> so, be fascinating. Yeah, and that, that is not a musical. I do want to mention that because they do a musical every other year. So this is the play year. Mm-hmm. And then April 19th through 28th, we have my one of my favorites. It's Thornton Wilder's The Matchmaker. <gasps> Hello, Dolly is based off this play. We're yes. not doing Hello, Dolly. We're not doing the musical. But it's funny. It's fun. It has a fantastic lead female character to drive it, Dolly Levi. If you know Hello, Dolly, you know Dolly. Mm-hmm. And this is where it all started. And this, especially this play, has a variety of ages and roles for everyone. And that was, I think, the driving force behind us choosing And that's choosing spring it. 2024. That is spring. Oh, I know we're talking about 2024 <laughs> already. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and that director is TBA. It's not the name <laughs> I have a couple of, <laughs> there are a couple of people who are considering and checking schedules so as soon as we know it'll be on the website and here is one that I'm particularly fond of as well it's the children's hour by Lillian Hellman mm. and it's June 7th through the 16th this is a female driven just to put it out there so people know it's a perfect time we felt to do this. And if you know Ann Etter, which a lot of people in the community do, this is her passion project. She's not directing it, but she's been wanting to do this for years for many, many different reasons. It's about, if you're not familiar with it, it is about uh, set in the 50s, I believe. And it's about two women who run a school for girls. A whole group of girls start a rumor about them. And it does, it's not funny. It's, it's very dramatic, but it is amazing with the messages. And we timed it for Pride Month oh. in particular. And also, I do want to say that, that we're very much aware that this could be a little triggering for people. So we're going to bring in community um, oh, psychologists, and to help <laughs> talk about some things. There will be talkbacks. It's very community-oriented for sure. We want to take care of our actors and our audience. And I'm really going to be embarrassed. I'm going to embarrass myself right now. This is directed by someone everyone will know, but I, every time I try to say her name, I mangle it. Juliana... Sklusacek. Thank you. <laughs> I had to practice that for a long time. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. And it's a challenging one. A very well-known name as well, and mm-hmm. we're very fortunate to have her direct this. It will be handled so well. All the shows will be. But we're particularly concerned about this one. What an exciting season. Mm, and yes. that's what theater can do is bring you to the places that, you know, you you haven't talked about before or life's experiences that aren't yours. And that's what a great show can do. And, and it, oh, sorry. That's all right. Go ahead. I'm in. so sorry. No I totally interrupted. August 2nd through the 11th, we have The Merry Wives of Windsor. Oh, we got to get that one in. Which is one of the first <laughs> shows I directed here many, many years ago. Brendan Edder will be directing that. A lot of fun. Two older females, leads, love it. And then variety of roles for all ages. If we had a theme for this, which we sort of do, we would call this classics, going back to the classics. And then check out the website because we also have three additions to the season. And two lab shows, which are person-created. I mean, we have two actors and directors and artists in the community who will be bringing a couple of shows. And we also have Christmas at the Rainbow Diner, 
in December of this year with Mrs. Moxie. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. And folks, we'll sh- I'm certain we'll be talking about those on Art Zany Radio, so you'll get more details. That's just a teaser for everybody. And Mom is a show that opens up to Mom the Musical. Got to get that right. Um, any last words for our listeners about why they should grab their tickets and make sure they come and see something that uh, you're excited to share with the audience? I feel like saying, "Don't miss this opportunity." <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need to see it. The strong, compassionate women on stage giving their all, their whole self, their talents. Um, it's yeah, you cannot miss this. Perfect. And folks, we are going to encourage you to uh, get your tickets. Again, if you want those two-for-ones, visit the Arts Guild. Otherwise, you can go online at northfieldartsguild.org. Get your tickets. Show up at the door, but make sure you see this one. So thank you, everybody, for being here. I want to thank Misha Edwards, and thank you. I I hope our paths will cross again. I and, hope so. Yeah, there will be an opportunity, and you're um, wishing you all um, great luck on your next adventures. Thanks, Paula. Yeah, very much. And also, Lori Page, for being here. and uh, hope one First of many times. Yes, hopefully. And Taylor <laughs> Wesland for uh, joining us. And I just the more I learn about you, the more talents. I just can't <laughs> wait for everything that, that uh, comes your way. So thank you for sharing it with thank us. Thank you. Folks, this is Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. Please enjoy your imagination. And in the meantime, until next time, do a prompt that brings a story to you and share it with someone. Here we go. Art Zany Radio. You've been listening to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zany is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault. The Paradise Center for the Arts is a vibrant cultural and artistic gathering spot in historic downtown Faribault. The Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Upper Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop and rehearsal spaces, in addition to a 300-seat auditorium. Visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-332-7372. 